Hey everybody, it's your girl Nikki Washington. Welcome to another edition of Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture. Listen, if you are new, first of all, welcome to our podcast. I'm glad you found us. Please do us a favor. You know, this I call a cookout. And the way that you can contribute to said cookout is by bringing something to the cookout. Now, I don't want you to bring paper plates. Listen, you ain't even got to make the potato salad, but this is what you can do to contribute to this cause. Like, comment, rate, subscribe, share, you know, let me know that it's real. I always say these things help us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. Go ahead and hit those buttons, repost, share, let me know your feedback from the show. I would love to hear it. Also, for anyone who's like my day one, ride or die, you were there first episode, first season, no nap by yourself. (laughs) No, but seriously, to those of you who have been riding with me through the consistencies and inconsistencies of my life, thank you so much for holding me down. Thank you for always letting me know you're listening. Truly, it does my heart good. Thank you for just really rocking with your girl. I appreciate it. And if you saw the topic, something pulled at you with this topic. So thank you for coming to see what this topic is all about. So we're talking very specific. This is a very niche specific episode of the podcast. I'm going to be talking to leaders, whether it's leaders of corporations, whether you are leaders in ministry, whether you're civic leaders, anything in between. I'm going to specifically be talking to leaders and I'm going to give what I believe are three things that will help you to not have people in your sphere of influence who become overly familiar with you. I think any leader worth their salt will tell you that at one point in time, they've had people become overly familiar. What I mean by that, people start to treat you common or casual or even borderline disrespectful because they see the humanity in you and it causes them not to remember that there's a deity in you. There's a deity in all of us. There is a God that lives in us that shines through us. And I think it's important to note these things. And I've shared about this topic before. But I really believe it's important to note because I believe when you become commonplace with uh, people of influence in your life who are maybe sent to help you, it causes you to be less receptive to what God is trying to give you through the people in your life. Hope that makes sense. So in other words, if God sends you someone that's supposed to be your mentor, but you become so casual and so lax and so overly familiar with the person, sometimes we miss the lessons that God is trying to uh, bring through your mentor or through your leader, or through whatever, so much so to where you really start to cheapen the connection. So I just, again, want to talk to leaders about ways that you can set healthy boundaries so that people don't become overly familiar and common and casual with you. So they're really simple, really straightforward, but I think they'll help. Number one, set clear expectations at the onset of your connection. So in other words, if you are mentoring someone, make sure that they know exactly what the expectations are up front. Um, If you are serving in ministry with someone and you are called to oversee that ministry, make sure you understand it. And I'm not saying not, you know, rules with iron fist and set your, your, uh, you know, fist down hard and you have to rule with some kind of um, unhealthy wielding of power. That's not what I mean at all. I'm just simply saying setting a healthy expectation uh, boundaries and standards of this is how I lead. This is how I pour. And uh, this is how we make sure that both you get what you need. And I don't feel disrespected in in my office in an attempt to help you hope that makes sense. So again, making sure you set healthy expectations, healthy boundaries so that everyone gets what they need and that you don't feel slighted or disrespected as you operate in your gift with people that might be close to you. Number two, if you are called to lead someone in some capacity, you have, and this is a hard one, I understand, especially for those of us who are people, people, like you love people, you love doing life on life with people, this can be hard. But if you are called to lead some people in a certain way, now there are some instances where it'll be peer to peer and there'll be equal co-laboring thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you are a mentor to mentee, 
if you are a counselor to counsel Lee, if you are um, any kind of position where you are overseeing, you have to be careful not to uh, spend too much interpersonal time with people that you are called to oversee. Again, I'm talking in ministry. I think there's a different wheelhouse when you go into your business structures and when you go into um, uh, your civic structures. But when it comes to interpersonal ministry, which deals with a lot with, again, life on life, you want to make sure that you are accessible, that you do life with people, but that you do not compromise your connection by becoming uh, too familiar by way of spending too much time uh, basically pulling back the curtain of your life for people that you're supposed to be pouring into. Again, because when you do that, oftentimes we lend ourselves to the notion that people become overly familiar. It's just the nature of how people do. Jesus even talked about being a servant that wasn't worth uh, receiving honor in his own home, profit not worth it. So basically making sure that you are not um, giving space to overfamiliarity by how you fellowship with people. I know it's hard. Sometimes it can be a little weird. There are some spaces though I will say that you can fellowship with people and still maintain that connection, but it takes real wisdom to do it. I am I'm grateful in that it's taken me a lot of years, but I, I believe that I'm able to navigate that space in a reasonable way. But I think it has come with a lot of hard knocks. It has come with a lot of life lessons. And so my prayer for you is that you would be able to discern uh, those people you are supposed to do life on life with and that you'd be able to, again, set healthy boundaries so that you do not um, allow yourself to be uh, misused. Because that's really the impetus of what we're sharing today. There are a lot of people who are ministry gifts and they love people and they do life on life. And then over the course of time, and I, and I don't think people really honestly mean to be this way, but over the course of time, people just get really overly familiar and start being too casual. And the next thing you know, what was something lighthearted and jokey, jokey starts to become something that's disrespectful or that feels shady or that feels undermining. And you don't want to ever be in that position, particularly with someone that you're trying to mentor or that you believe God has called to your life to be a mentor to. So again, number one, make sure you set healthy expectations. Number two, het, het, excuse me, can I get my words out tonight, Jesus? <laughs> Setting healthy boundaries. Say that five times fast. Setting healthy boundaries to make sure that uh, you are not giving too much access when it comes to those mentor-mentee relationships specifically. Then last, but certainly not least, make sure that you're not able, enabling the behavior. I don't know why it's hard to talk right now, y'all. It is latest night. You know what? I'm not going to do it no more. I'm about to stumble over every single word. <laughs> it is late at night and I've had a full day, but I was like, I really wanted to talk about this topic. So I'm going to stumble through this sentence and we're going to be all right again. It's all good. So number one, making sure that we set expectations. Number two, making sure that we set healthy boundaries, create margins around our lives. And last, but certainly not least, cutting off that behavior when we see it. So in other words, don't joke it away. Don't laugh it away. Don't uh, turn a blind eye away. When you find that someone is towing the line of being too familiar with you, call a thing a thing in a very loving, hmm, I'm gonna say it again, in a very loving, in a very Christ-like way, make sure you let people know, hey, look, I don't I don't play like that. I know we like to joke and play, but I feel like we're on that borderline. And it's not that what you're saying is disrespectful, but I think it could kind of go there. So let's just make sure we maintain this X, Y, and Z. You have total reign. It is your life. It is your calling. It is your uh, relationship. You are allowed to say how you want to be made to feel in the midst of your relationship. Again, whether it's mentor, mentee, whether it is a uh, counselor to counselee, uh, you have the full right to be able to say, you know what? 
I don't like when you do this. It makes me feel disrespected. Even if they don't feel like it's disrespect, if it makes you feel that way, then it matters to you. If it matters to you, then you have the right to be able to dictate how you want to be treated. So again, making sure that you say and check those things at the door, because if you don't, I believe sometimes they snowball. And the next thing you know, you have someone treating you common and casual, and then it infects other people who think they then have the right to treat you common and casual. So again, number one, let's recap, making sure we set expectations letting people know ahead of time how you desire to be treated and also listening to how other people desire to be treated. I think it's important when a mentee into a relationship. Number two, making sure at all costs that you set healthy boundaries and margins because people can only push it to where you allow them to push it to. So set boundaries and margins to make sure that you are not allowing somebody to cross those lines. And then if someone still happens to cross that line, because it does happen, number three, making sure you check it when it happens, stating very clearly, I don't like the way that makes me feel. I prefer that you treat me like X, Y, and Z. I think all of those three things, again, they help us to maintain healthy boundaries, healthy margins. It helps actually the person we're mentoring because they don't become overly familiar to the point that they can't really uh, honor uh, the glory of God on your life and the glory of God that operates through you. I really believe that there's a connection between people becoming common with their leadership and people not being able to receive a sure word from God. Again, I really believe that there is a, a correlation with people who become overly familiar, overly common with their leadership, with people in positions of authority and not being able to readily hear the voice of God. I think it mutes it because you don't see the deity working in someone. You can only see the humanity and maturity says, I see you at your human state, but I still honor you for the man or woman of God. You are. I see you at your human state, but I still honor you for the mentor that God has put you in my life to be. I see you at your human state, but I still honor you as someone who is called to oversee certain areas of my life. I really think those things matter. And when we get a healthy perspective on what it looks like for mentor menteeship, if we get a healthy perspective on what submission really looks like and not think that it's some kind of means of control or some kind of means of undermining or some kind of means of, of, I don't know, whatever people think it is. If we get a healthy perspective on what it actually is, I think it might change the way we interact. And I think those of us who are mentored, because every mentee, mentor has a mentor. So those of us who are mentored, I believe that it will help us to readily receive. And those who are mentors, I believe it will help us to operate in our gifts uh, with a lot more functionality because we are not hindered by people's commonality. So hope this helped. Little by side nugget of let me find out. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you agree or disagree with the things and the views shared on this podcast? Did you know you can reach out to me and let me know exactly how you feel? Good, bad, and ugly? <laughs> you can reach me on any social media outlet. That's Nick, N-I-K-K, last name Washington, wherever you logged on. Uh, social media, I think most commonly I use Instagram. Uh, Facebook, I rarely check it, but when I do, I holler, I holler back at you. And Twitter, I really don't look at that much at all. So, again... Any of those outlets, feel free to holler at me. And um, yeah, that's a bit it. So thank you all for riding with me. And as always, you are listening to Let Me Find Out.